Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Brilliant. Great to always have you on board. Let's uh, start it by looking at the United Nations vote. Your take on that. Well, uh, the United Nations General Assembly gathered yesterday to vote on the resolution that was vetoed by the United Nations, the Secretary invoking the UN Mandate Clause 99, uh, which gives him the power to push forward a, a resolution if he feels that there is an event that threatens what he calls international peace. Uh, bearing in mind he hasn't done it for any other conflict, mm, mm-hmm. just this one. Now, um, it, it was vetoed by the United States. A lot of criticism from the U.S. and from the U.K. because the language of the resolution did not condemn Hamas or mention the, the rapes and, and, and sexual violence that was forced upon Israeli women and, and children. But the resolution is non-binding. So it did go through yesterday with a vote of 153 to 10 with 23 ab- abstentions. Uh, however, uh, as Israel has said, you know, we need to do what, what's in the, the best interest of our country. And, and I think um, what people have to realize, because I know uh, people see the, the visuals of, on the ground in Gaza, and it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking, and we are paying a heavy price. Uh, the deadliest day uh, yesterday, uh, we lost 10 soldiers uh, under very, very, very heavy combat in the Shujaia area of uh, the, the Gaza Strip. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just that we have a very, very brutal enemy that we have to defeat. We have to defeat Hamas for several reasons. Not only do we want to rid ourselves of a terror enclave on our border uh, and to prevent any more atrocities from happening again, but we also need to send a message out to other terror proxies that, uh, you know, if you're going to commit acts of terror against our people or threaten our civilians, we will not hesitate to mm. act. Indeed, Rolian. So, so staying with the subject of, of Gaza, uh, there's now controversy coming in regarding the flooding of Gaza tunnels. Well, uh, it's not really a controversial practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Israel has said time and again that we will destroy the tunnels. We've blown up the majority of the tunnels that uh, we've come across, of course, ensuring that there are, are, are no hostages inside them. Okay. Yesterday, the bodies of two hostages were recovered, the bodies of Eden Zakaria and Ziv Dando, uh, and we have it confirmed by the IDF that at least 20 hostages have been murdered uh, while they have been held captive by Hamas. The the bodies of Eden and Ziv, may they uh, rest in peace, they were returned back to Israel for burial. But uh, this is not a controversial practice. Uh, Egypt did the same thing to the, the tunnels burrowing in from Hamas into into Egypt, hmm. and now Israel is doing the same. Uh, Rolin, uh, sorry, uh, what, what I actually meant was where, when I used the word controversial in terms of the impact, because this is this would be done with seawater, correct? So uh, if, if, I'm, yes. if I'm understanding it correctly, uh, I meant it from uh, from a perspective of well, how the seawater would affect the the land itself, and you know the water systems that are currently there, and the impact it would have in future regarding the status of the of the the soil condition well that's a very interesting question and i think uh, it would be a great one to pose to um 
an environmentalist sure. or, or, or somebody who is or an agriculturist. Um, unfortunately, that is, a, that is above my capabilities of answering. But this, but this is a, this is a practice. I think the IDF mm. have probably weighed up what is the safest option. You know, uh, and we do stress, people need mm. to understand, we don't want any harm to come to civilians in Gaza. Israel has stressed uh, time and again over the last two months uh, that we want all of the, the civilians out of harm's way. Uh, I just heard Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conrickus from the spokesman unit on I-24 News saying, you know, that they really expect... UNRWA, the United Nations, to do more to protect civilians, more to ensure that aid gets to civilians, and, and saying they had over a month to prepare to move those civilians out to the uh, Al-Mawasi area, uh, the designated humanitarian zone, where they would have had shelter, they would have had medicine, they would have had food, and the United Nations balked at that and said, you know, we can't move people from their homes. And then and the result now is we do have a humanitarian crisis on the ground in Gaza. <laughs> Rolian, an article I came across earlier um, regarding Qatar and Israel talking about a hostage deal in secret Europe meeting. Do you have? Did you come? Is there? Do you have anything on that? We have heard that uh, there have been negotiations. We've seen our negotiating team from the Mossad uh, and other officials backwards and forwards to Qatar. We don't have any new developments. Okay. Um, you know, we are also concerned. Uh, Qatar has said that they will make sure that suitcases of money still into the Gaza Strip. We know that they're a major financier right. and safeguarder of, of Hamas. So, um, you know, we will do everything in our power to ensure that the remaining uh, over 130 hostages uh, are, are freed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, what kind of a role Qatar is playing now, what their expectations are, we're not getting too much information uh, out of those negotiations. Okay, Roland, just before we crossed over to you, remember you recall now we're just having a, a few signal issues. I was, a, I was about to, whilst we were attempting to get hold of you, read out some head-breaking news at the moment. And uh, something I wanted to run by you, the families of Gaza hostages are marching on the Knesset, demanding return to negotiating table. It seems... Really, really now, it's it's escalating. It is escalating. There's a lot of dissatisfaction with the way that uh, Netanyahu and the government are handling the, these negotiations. A lot of the families feel that they don't have uh, enough communication coming from the chief negotiator, uh, and uh, they're not being told enough information. And they're mm. saying, do whatever you need to do, what's necessary, whatever deal you need to make. And you can understand uh, these families. You can understand that uh, the, 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 the turmoil they're going through, the real fear for the safety of their loved ones being held captive. Remember, we've got 10 elderly men over the age of 70. We've got young women, some of whom we know have been sexually assaulted. We know that some of the young men have been uh, tortured and and, and harmed. We know uh, Hirsch Pauline Goldberg, he had his arm blown off. We are very, very worried about the... 
the situation for our hostages and, and what conditions they are being held under. Roland, before we sign off, uh, a focus of, uh, of the show earlier on, so two guests I interviewed earlier on, we were looking at uh, President Biden's recent uh, remarks, you know, about Israel needing to watch, you know, it's well, rather not watch, but look at its, you know, leadership uh, path that it's taking at the moment regarding the war. Um, it was a story which I think broke on one of the prominent uh, newspaper platforms earlier on. I'm just curious as to your take as to well, what do you think's happening with the relationship between Israel and the United States at this point in time of the war? 68 is it about what 68 days now we into the into the war? Well, there might be some disagreements, but mm. the United States has proven its to be absolutely unwavering. Uh, there's no doubt about that. We heard from President Biden at the Hanukkah lighting at the White House mm-hmm. last night, you know, reiterating again, we've heard it from Secretary of State Anthony Blinken reiterating that they are there to, uh, to support Israel, stand by Israel until the last Hamas terrorist is, is defeated. Uh, so that is unwavering. And I think there are always going to be disagreements. Mm-hmm. I know that a huge issue for the U.S. as it is for Europeans and for many Israelis, are um, violent elements within uh, uh, the, the settler population of the West Bank. Sure. A lot of people, and I know some of your listeners aren't going to like to hear this, but a lot of people are concerned that their actions meant that we took vital troops, vital attention away from watching Gaza, uh, from watching our southern border, to put them there to try and ensure uh, a calm. And it's something that uh, the, the Prime Minister and the security establishment are going to have to answer for. And we know that there are elements within this coalition government that are extremely um, uh, and antagonistic. We heard Orit struck from the uh, Otsma Yehudit faction today complaining about the salaries that, um, you know, IDF reservists and IDF uh, generals receive. Uh, you know, we're in the middle of a war. This is not the time right. uh, to, to be behaving like Indeed. that. Roland, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much, as always, for joining us at this point in time to just give us the background as to what is happening in Israel at the moment. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, telling us about what's happening in Israel right now.